You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story is about 22-year-old Heather Maples of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. On January 31st, 2015, Heather moved to Murfreesboro, Tennessee from Mesquite, Texas. She worked as a leasing agent. Heather and Kelsey Price worked together at the leasing office. And on August 7th, 2015, Heather never showed up for work, so Kelsey went to her apartment to look for her. Her apartment was very close to the leasing office. When Kelsey got there, the door was unlocked and she found Heather laying on a mattress on the floor. She was naked and her foot was hanging off the bed and it was purple. She had lacerations to her head and bruises on her throat. Kelsey touched her and she was cold, so she knew she was dead. Heather had trauma to her head. She looked like she was posed. Her left hand was clutching the bedsheet. The police found a bloody fingerprint. Crime scene investigators found blood and semen samples and sent them off for analysis. Massive hemorrhaging was found in her eyes, mouth, and throat areas. According to the medical examiner, she died of blunt force trauma and asphyxiation. They found a handwritten note signed Love Charlie, and they also found a cell phone. The police couldn't find her keys or wallet. The night Heather died, she had been out with friends at local bars. She went to gentlemen gyms and handlebars. And she was dropped off at her apartment at 2.15 a.m. The police got Kelsey's statement. She tells the police that Charlie from the note was a student at Middle Tennessee State University. And he and Heather were spending a lot of time together. At the crime scene, a friend of Heather's shows up and he was in a frantic state. He wanted to get inside Heather's apartment. Apparently, he had Heather's apartment keys. Who was this guy?
Well, his name is Michael, and Heather met him at Gentleman Jim's. He tells police that he hung out with Heather at the bar the night before. He left the keys to her apartment in his car the night before. The police question Michael. He tells police that the previous night, he and Heather went out for dinner. And on the way back, she asked him if they could stop and pick up her friend, a friend named Artavio. He tells police that he dropped Heather and her friend Artavio off at her apartment around 7-ish, and then he went home. Then, around 11.30, Michael gets a text from Heather asking him to come down to the bar because people are hitting on her and she's upset about it. After Artavio leaves, Michael and Heather are left partying and bar hopping. Their last stop was handlebars. Then he took her home and went home. He held her keys for her because she didn't have any pockets and he forgot to give them back to her. The police talked to Charlie and were able to confirm that he was out of town the night Heather was murdered. He was visiting his parents and they confirmed that with his parents. The police questioned Kelsey again to find out more about Heather's friends. She gave the police Heather's phone pin. About 2.30 a.m. the day she was murdered, Heather sent Artavio a text asking him to come over. So detectives bring Artavio in for questioning. He tells police that he left the bar around 1 a.m. and his friend picked him up. He tells them Heather texted him around 2.30 a.m. but he was asleep. Detectives bluff and tell him that people saw him at Heather's apartment. He denied being involved and gave them a DNA sample. Detectives view surveillance footage from the bar. She was being harassed by somebody at the bar. Heather had an ex-boyfriend. They discovered that they had domestic issues. Heather had filed for an order of protection, and he moved out after that. On the night of Heather's murder, he was back in town. Detectives interview Heather's ex-boyfriend, and they were confident that he was not involved. Then police learn about 25-year-old Brandon Bowling. He was a student at Middle Tennessee State University at the time of the murder, and he was a friend of Heather's.
Days before she was murdered, Heather found out that she had been accepted at Middle Tennessee State University. And Brandon Bowling is seen on the surveillance footage and seen leaving the bar at 3.45 a.m. with another man. The other man was his friend Tristan. Brandon tells police that he went to Gentleman Jim's bar and he stayed at Handlebars until 5 a.m. He tells police that he was drunk and doesn't remember anything but waking up. Then the police speak to Tristan and he tells them that he was home around 4 a.m and that Brandon texted him around 5.30, 6 o'clock. He tells police that Brandon wasn't drunk. Detectives see him on the surveillance footage at a convenience store after the men left the bar, and he was clearly not drunk. The bloody fingerprint found at the scene belonged to Brandon's right thumb. Police also found video surveillance on Brandon's cell phone showing him raping Heather while she was semi-conscious. Brandon Bowling was charged with first-degree murder. The police think that Brandon went back to Heather's apartment after he dropped Tristan off. Her door was unlocked. He raped and killed her and texted Tristan after for an alibi. Brandon takes a plea deal and is sentenced to 40 years in prison for second-degree murder and 15 years for aggravated rape. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's Real Crime Story. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, Check out my store, crystalkiss.com, that's crystal with a K, for some murder merch. Start killing it with Crystal Kiss murder merch. Also, check out my YouTube channel, Crystal Kiss, for more real crime stories. And check out my other YouTube channel, Wendy Boo, where I like to play games like Among Us and Roblox. And check out my other YouTube channel, Puppy Planet, a vlog about all of our adorable puppies. I am writing my next book, Sin of Darkness, so check out himbestbooks.com for more information. Thank you so much for listening. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for listening. Bye.